Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Shabbos. Hope you have a wonderful day. Continue. We left off. Fourth line from the top, page 85a, eighth chapter in Babu Kama Chevo. Dedicate this class our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land, especially those who are on the front line. Hashem, keep them safe and all the wounded have a full and speedy recovery. May all the hostages return home safely. May all our enemies be destroyed. And for if a person gets burned, let's say his finger, his fingernails get burned, so we the, the, have to pay for the damages of of pain, even if it's just pain. There's no wounds. And how, how do you evaluate? How do you estimate it? How much a person would want to take? take to receive this pain okay so the mission is talking about a case where there's only pain independent it's not all five five or nothing all five payments no you can have one without the other so here all there is is pain there's no lasting wounds or lasting scars but just for the pain you have to pay him for the pain but the mother asks what about what if you have both you did a wound and it was painful so he's already paying for the wound. He already paid for it. He chopped off his arm. He already paid for the arm. So how, how do you evaluate the additional payment of pain? So Rabbi the Shmuel, the father of Shmuel, answers and says, we evaluate how much a person would pay to chop off his hand. A person is desperate for money. They want to they wanna do a stunt on, on a TV show. Okay, how much will pay you to chop off your hand? And that's what you have to pay. If it's if it's chop of a hand, how much a person would pay to chop off his hand is a huge payment. It's not just paying him for the pain. You're paying him for the loss of the arm. You're paying him for the medical bills. You're paying him all five all five things for the shame, for the embarrassment, for the damage, for the unemployment. So what do you mean? How do you evaluate just the pain? We're dealing with fools. Which fool would, would agree to have his hand chopped off all the money in the world? Whoever does this is insane, belongs in an insane asylum. So what, 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 we're dealing with fools. I mean, how do you evaluate something that's something that you could evaluate, something that's normal? Ella, rather, his hand is already chopped off, basically. It's hanging on by, by a thread, a few veins. His hand is, so anyway, it's limping. The hand is useless. So how much would a person agree? Okay, chop it off already. Anyway, your hand is useless to you. It's just hanging. There's also additional payments, not just the payment for the pain. A tsar. But in addition to Tsar, this Boishas, the Ksifa, Milsa, it's embarrassing. Here, at least I have a hand. Maybe it's not functioning properly, but at least I have a hand. Imagine a person who doesn't have a hand, everyone stares at you, it's, it's embarrassment. The Ksifa, Milsa, the Mishkal, the Mishkal, and not only that, you're taking his, his flesh, you're taking his hand, the Mishkal, you're chopping it off so you should feed the dogs, it becomes dog food. So he says, rather, yeah, if he already is chopped off, if he's already chopped off, it's not just tsar, it's also uh, embarrassment. So rather, it's a, 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 a 
it was already the king already decreed that his hand has to be chopped off. How much a person would pay? The king said that his hand should be chopped off with a poison. You give a poison, his hand falls off. I don't know. There's a medicine that it falls off. And how much a person would pay to have his hand chopped off with a with a axe instead, and with a knife? How much a person would pay to have his hand off? Which person in the world would take all the money in the world to have his hand sawed off? You know how painful it is? Of course, you, of course, the king ordered the decree the hand should be given a medicine, his hands will fall off, his limb will fall off. Of course, I'll take that over all the money in the world. I won't, it's not enough to pay to have my hand sawed off. So, therefore, how do you evaluate? What, what, what the, there's no price, there's no value. Ella, rather the mother says, we measure, we evaluate. The king ordered his hand to be sawed off. How much would a person pay the executioner who's going to saw off his hand? How much is he going to pay him? Do me a favor. I'll pay you money. I'll bribe you. Please don't saw off my hand. I'll give, just give me a, a, pain, a medicine. It'll be painless. A poison. A poison. It'll be a poison. A potion that's painless, but my hand will just fall off. That's the value. So the mother has high little. Why does the Mishnah say little? Little me boil it. The Mishnah says if a person burns a fingernail or a nail, so you evaluate how much a person would pay take to be to receive this pain. You just said that a person, all the money in the world, a person won't take. So the only way to evaluate it is how much a person would give, would give to lessen. If his hand has to be cut off anyway, how much a person would give to lessen the pain? The painless, right? Painless. So what do you mean to take? To give? How much a person would give, not to take? Even though the mission is talking about the mission is talking about a case where there is no damage on the fingernail, there's no lasting damage. It's just pain. And according to some over there in that case, you would pay, you would evaluate how much a person, maybe a person would take money to take pain, to, to act as an extra, to act in the, in the movies, to get pain, to, be, to show pain, real pain, the person would pay, hey, I'm desperate, I need money, so fine, I'll, 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 I'll cry for a day or two, but there's no lasting damage, how much a person would take, there's a market for that. So that's why it says little, to take. So firstly, some say that over there also, a person would not take all the money in the world just for pain. A person is a masochist. So over there you also evaluate. Let's say the king decreed someone that his punishment is, we're going to burn, his, his, burn him on his, his... without leaving lasting damage. Sometimes they torture, they don't want to leave marks. We're going to torture you without lasting damage, but it's going to be so painful you won't know what hit you. So how much would a person pay to remove the pain? To do it through a potion or whatever. So that's the question. Why does it say to take? It should have said to give. But even if you're going to say, like others learn, that in that case you do evaluate how much a person, because some people would, since there's no lasting damage, I can suffer for a day. But if I, if I get well paid, it's worth it. I have a family to feed. What won't a person do to feed his family? So fine. Torture me, pain, put pain on my, on my, na- on my nail. 
So that's what it says to take. But the Mishnah also wants to cover both things. The Mishnah wants to say one word that covers both cases. The Mishnah explicitly talks about a nail where there is no lasting damage. But the Mishnah also includes the, the, the payment of tsar where there is damage. So you should have said a language that covers both cases. Not only to, 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 give, to, to, to take, but to give. How much a person would give, there should be a painless, a painless without suffering, a painless uh, chopping off his head. So the mother answers... Hi, little, little, me boy, little, little doesn't mean it's not referring to the person whose hand was chopped off. He means to take how much the damage he takes, takes from the damage. What does the damager have to pay the damage? What a person would pay, what a person would give, not to have pain. But it be done by with a poison, with a potion. And that covers both cases. Okay. It says now, There's a special payment for the for the medical bills, medical expense. And if something grew as a result, so if it's because of the original pain, then you, then you're liable. the rabbis learned all about Wounds and blisters and boils around around the wound. If it's machmasamakia, if it happened only after he had the wound, and then nister, and then and then it, it faded, it disappeared. Nistera makia. And then he got sick again. In other words, because of these boils, he got sick again. His wound returned. So obviously, it's all because of the original wound caused all these side effects that brought back the original wound. And he also had to pay for his unemployment. He can't work. He's he's out of commission. The illness extends. Continues. But if but if the these other wounds come, if these other uh, symptoms come, it's not symptoms. They don't come because of the wound. Even though it causes the wound to return, the illness to return. He doesn't have to heal him. When it comes back, it doesn't have to heal him. When the illness comes back, it doesn't have to heal him. It doesn't have to pay for his unemployment. Because it, it came back, not because of what he did. It came back because of other reasons. You're not well or something else happened to you. Which led to all these boils and this, all these, that, that brought the illness back. Rabbi argues. He says, Even when these uh, growths came back and brought back the original wound and extended his illness, you only have to pay for the medical bills, you don't have to pay for the unemployment that he's out of commission. The rabbis say, The tater juxtaposes the two. 
Taylor says he should pay his unemployment, shift the yit, and without being happy, you have to heal him. So call Shachayev, Beshevis, Chayev Bedipa, Shayna Chayev Beshevis, Chayev Bedipa. So therefore, since you're exempt from, from, from unemployment, like Rabbi Yehuda said, they agree with Rabbi Yehuda. So therefore, you're also exempt from paying the medical bills. So we have three opinions, a three-way highway. If these symptoms are a symptom of the original illness, and then they revive the illness and extend the illness, the Tanakhama says you have to pay for everything, the extended uh, medical stay and medical bills, and, the, and unemployment, he's out of commission for so long. Rabbi Huda says you only have to pay for the medical bills, not for the unemployment. The rabbis say neither. Not the medical bills, not the unemployment. But if something else grew in his body, happened nothing to do with the original wound, and that triggered and that brought back the, origin, the illness, the wound, according to everyone, you're exempt for everything. What are they arguing? I found the rabbis in the academy of Rav who were sitting and discussing this. And they explain, oh, over here, a wound that needs to be banded. Because uh, otherwise the cold go, goes into the bandit. But the problem is the wound also heats up. You're the professional, Rafal. You're the expert here. If you bandit it, you also heat it up, which can cause all types of uh, uh, bed sores and uh, boil, all types of things, which will uh, uh, turn out to extend the illness. So that, that's the question. Abundant Sabri, the rabbis, oh, he has a right. You cause them damage. His, his, his body is open. His pus, his body is open. The, wood, the cold can go in. He has a right to bandit it, to cover himself up. Even though it's going to cause him to extend his illness, it's your fault. And therefore, the, the, the damager is responsible for everything that happens. The medical, extended medical treatment and the, and the extended unemployment. You have no right. Yes, you're gonna you're gonna save yourself from a, from the inconvenience of the cold, but but you're gonna you're gonna cause yourself. You're gonna harm yourself. You're harming yourself. So therefore, you did it without permission. So since you went ahead and did it without permission, so dipu the the medical bills. The Torah says clearly. Rape, rape, it says twice. Even though you had no permission to bandage your wounds, which extended your illness, but since you went ahead and did it anyway, we after the damager has to pay for all the medical expenses. But the Torah doesn't say twice. Shifte, it says one. Shifte, It says you should pay his unemployment. So the Torah doesn't emphasize it. Therefore. You don't have to pay because he caused it himself. You caused yourself your, your extended uh, unemployment. But the rabbi says, But I said to them, I disagree with them. If, according to you, according to Rabbi Huda, if you have no permission to bandit, why, why, why should he pay for the, for, the, for the medical bills? You caused it yourself. You had no right. 
the band-aids up, knowing that you're going to hurt yourself. You're extending your illness. Why should I pay for it? If you wouldn't have band-aided yourself, you wouldn't have had all these growths. You would not have extended the illness. You would have been healed already. Yes, I hurt you. I have to pay for that part. But the part that you extended, that you caused the extension, why should I pay for it? So rather, Ella, rather, Rabbi explains it differently. Cool, everyone holds Makanikla. Everyone holds you have a right to bandit it. What do you mean? I should suffer? You wounded me? You left me open? My body is wide open? The cold is going in? I'm going to cover it up. Yeah, but it's, the key is that this... It is, like, he went overboard. You just cover the hole, the cold doesn't go in. But he banded himself so tight. He made it worse. Right, he made it worse. We don't give you, you have no right. You have a right to protect yourself, but not. You went overboard, and he put it on the cross of the Pusik. It says double, rapi, rapi, okay. So we, we obligate the damages to pay for all your medical bills. Of the Shabbos, unemployment, the Torah doesn't say double, it only says once. You can't hold the damage or responsible for that. But Abandon Sabri and the Tanakama holds the original rabbi, keeping the Torah doesn't have to say twice by unemployment because the Torah juxtaposes the two. So whatever, the Torah is enough to teach us one and we learn one from the other. So just like the Torah is enough of the Torah to say double twice, rapi, rapi, which comes to add that even though you also doubled on your protection, doubled and you went way overboard and, never, and you caused, nevertheless, you have to, the damager has to pay not only for the, for the medical bills, extended medical bills, also medical, extended medical treatment, but also for the unemployment. Rabbi Uda Sava, Shabbos Le'Mechayim. Rabbi Uda, no, you're, not, you're exempt from unemployment. Even though it says it's juxtaposed right next to each other, because the Torah clearly excludes. It says rak shifte. Rak means to, to minimize. Torah minimize only the unemployment. What do you mean only? It's coming to say in this case, coming to minimize to exclude a case like this where you caused it. You you banded yourself so tightly, and you such heat. That caused it to have all these rashes and all these uh, boils and uh, which uh, symptoms, which led to the extension of the original wound and reopened the original wound. So I'm not responsible for the unemployment that's caused. And the rabbana, what would they do with the rak? The original rabbis would say no, that you are the damager does have to pay for all the extended medical treatments and for the extended unemployment. What's the rak coming to minimize to exclude? It's coming to say, that if in a case where the rashes and the other had nothing to do with the original wound, for other reasons, and that caused the original wound to reopen, then the title says that you don't have to pay. And we juxtapose the two from, from rak shifte, from unemployment, they also learn that the same is with the medical bills. The wound reopened as a result of, of rashes and other things that developed nothing to, it was not a symptom of the original cause, nothing to do with the original wound, then um, the damager is exempt, according to everyone. 
You might ask, what about the last rabbis who disagree with both of them, who say that the damager doesn't even have to pay for the medical bills? Since, like Abu says, you're exempt from unemployment, you're also exempt from the extended medical bills. So, why is it to say twice, what's it coming to teach me? What's it coming to emphasize? The mother says, I need it. Without a pasuk, I wouldn't even be allowed to go to the doctor. Who gives you a right to go to the doctor? Hashem wounded you. Hashem wants you wounded. You don't like how Hashem is running the world? You don't think Hashem knows what He's doing? You don't think Hashem loves you? Don't you think it hurts Hashem more than it hurts you when you're in pain? So why, what right do you have to go to go to the doctor? Why don't you ask Hashem to, to heal you? Daven. You should go Daven. Ramban says in an ideal world you wouldn't need a doctor. You, you Daven to Hashem. It's a person, Nebuch, a person, a person, Nebuch, he's we're operating in the natural world and he forgets that Hashem is the ultimate doctor and the ultimate healer. Fine, okay, so you need medicines, you have to go to the doctor. So we give you permission. I had miracles, but if you really, in the olden days, you would, you would go to the Navi and, and, and ask him to daven for you. Ambam argues very vehemently. He says, he says are you going to say the same thing if a person is hungry? You should daven to Hashem, you should live? It's only if you have no choice. It's only you're relying on, uh, on. You should rely on miracles. You just if you're operating naturally, that's what you eat to heal you from the illness of hunger. So that's nonsense. Who gave you the ability to bake bread? Who gave you the brains to pick up your hand and to bake bread and to eat the bread? Mm-hmm. So too, Hashem gave us medicine. It's, that's the way Hashem created the world. It's natural. You have to thank Hashem for the doctor. Thank Hashem for the healing. It's not a psat, it's a last resort, we have no choice, Nebuch, we have to go to the doctor. But others make a distinction. He says, Hashem created us with the hunger, we have to eat. But heal, illness comes from sin. Illness is not natural. Don't forget, in the beginning there was no illness. Till Yaakov Avinu, there was no illness. People would sneeze and they would die. There was no such thing as illness. The first one we find who was ill is Yaakov. So, so illness is a result of sin. So that's why the Ramban says that the whole go to a doctor seems like a contradiction to faith. And if we were in a high level, you wouldn't need any doctors. It's because Nebuch, we, we, we're disconnected and we're, we have to operate in a natural way. So fine. So the Torah says, okay, you have permission to go to the doctor. The illness is only, this, the physical illness is only the symptom. Every physical illness is rooted in a spiritual illness. If you weren't sick spiritually, you wouldn't be sick physically. So this physical illness, at the giving of the Torah, when the Jewish people reached perfection, all the sick were cured. There was no illness. In Gan Eden, the Garden of Eden, there was no illness. It's a symptom of spiritual illness, spiritual ailment. So in an ideal world, if you're spiritually healthy and robust and vibrant, it would translate and there would be no physical illness. I wouldn't need doctors. Christ was asked, why does he have to say double expression? Rape, rape. Even once is enough. Rape. It says that you should heal him. You have to pay. It's one of the payments you have to pay. If you damage someone, you have to pay for, for his medical bills. 
But it doesn't explain why does it have to say double. The mother's question was, why does it say twice? Rappi, rappi. It's enough if he tells me once. If the tater is telling me that you have to pay, the damager has to pay for the medical bills, I know that you're allowed to go to a doctor. What does it help me? What does the tater teach me by doubling the expression, saying rappi, rappi? This explains because in the case of if the tater would not say rappi, rappi, I would think... That if a person hits you, so you can say a person hit you, therefore the title gives you permission to go to the doctor. But if Hashem hits, if Hashem hits you, you got sick, not because of anything that a human being chose to do against you. Hashem personally made you sick. I would think, hey, I'm, I'm fighting Hashem. You're fighting the boss. Hashem wants you sick and you don't like it. Instead of doing truva, Hashem is waking you up and trying to get your attention. It's like an alarm clock going, alarm going off, and Hashem is waking you up and start doing truva. Instead, you're running to the doctor. It's like it's like I'm getting rid of the symptom. You know, your car, the red light is blinking. You have no oil in your you you have no oil in your car. So instead of going and filling up your car with oil, you, you get it fixed. You know, you get it fixed. You turn off the the alarm, <laughs> the red light. Oh, I'm good. There's no more blinking. Meanwhile, you're driving without oil and your whole engine dies. Your $5,000 engine is, is, goes down the tube because you forgot to take a $50 oil change. So Hashem is waking you up and telling you, Hashem made you sick. He's waking you up and it's reminding you, you better get your act together. You're sick. You're spiritually sick. Wake up. Right. Instead, you're running to doctors. So the Taita says, that even in such a case, you have to run to fill to get, to get your prescription. It's okay, you'll have. By the way, the Ebenezer writes that you only have permission to go, the Taita is speaking about external wounds. Internal wounds. Only Hashem can help you. You have to rely totally on Hashem. Others want to say that the mitzvah Mikan Nitin Rishus is talking about the, the, the healer, the doctor. The doctor has permission. The patient, ideally, should not go to the doctor. He should rely on Hashem. But if the patient comes to a doctor and comes to his fellow Jew and he says, please heal me, the doctor has permission. The doctor can't can tell him, yay, have faith. Let me teach you to have trust in Hashem. No, no, no. You have to do your part. You have to go and you have to help him and heal him. Physically, medically, try whatever you can. The Rambam says that not only does a doctor have permission to heal, the doctor has a mitzvah to heal. Because like we learned earlier in the Gemara, just like a Shavas Aveda, Shavas Aveda, if you're obligated to restore a person's money that's lost, how much more so you're obligated to restore his life and his health. So if you have the power to re- restore a person's health, you're obligated to. It's a mitzvah. You're not allowed to even get paid for it. It's an obligation. You have to, a mitzvah for you, a Shavas Aveda, to restore the person's life, restore his health. Okay, let's continue. Because of the original wound, he has, he has other symptoms, rashes or other things, growth, boils, pimples, whatever. And that caused the original healing. To, 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 he brought back the original wound. The damager is obligated to pay for all the extended medical bills. He has to pay for all the extended unemployment. How will we know this from? says twice. It means even the second time. Not only the first time around, but even if the wound was healed and then it comes back. 
wasn't completely healed. It wasn't completely No, it was completely healed, but then, well, then it caused the rashes, which brought it back a second time. So you have to heal him a second time. Right, right. It's still an extension of the first of the first. Yeah, uh, that's not that. complete healing. Then. It's sort of like a relapse. I would think, what if it's a relapse, but it's not because of the original wound? Well, no, the, the rashes, the boils he got, he, the, the, uh, he got from other things, other things that happened. And that caused to reopen the wound. Tamud loy that's where the rak comes to exclude, to minimize. And in this case, the, the damager is not responsible. He doesn't have to pay for anything. Even if there are symptoms, the, the, he, the wound was healed, but it led to symptoms, rashes, other things, that reopened the wound, but the damager is exempt. Like the rabbi is the third opinion we learned earlier. It says rak. Rak means it comes to minimize. That only, only the unemployment that comes from the original. Okay, he doesn't. He doesn't talk about. He doesn't tell us about. Um, so even though he doesn't tell us about the healing, but he says about the unemployment. We don't know if he holds like Rabbi Huda. He holds like the rabbis. But the, but the, heal, the, the, the unemployment says Iraqi doesn't have to pay for the extended unemployment. Even though, even though it came as a result of the symptoms that came as a result of the, the reopening of the wound came as a result of the symptoms that came from the original wound. Okay. Others say, And even if the symptoms came as a result of the original wound, and that led to the wounds op- reopening again. He's exempt, entirely exempt from anything. Like the rabbis, you don't pay for the medical bills, you don't pay for the extended medical bills, you don't pay for the second stay in the hospital, and you don't pay for the, for the unemployment. He says, he's bringing, quoting the Pasuk of Rak, which says, by unemployment. So Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yehuda holds like Rabbi Yehuda. The only exempt for your unemployment is Chayev because it says double twice, Rapi Rapi. Come on, Kavu, like his father. Rabbi Yisrael holds like his father. Surprise, surprise. Rabbi Yisrael holds like his father. Okay. Okay. Amamar. Now the Gemara explains the Brayse. It says in the Brayse, the Master says he quotes Yoch. I would think that even if the even if it's not symptoms. From the original wound. These rashes, these other things came not because of the original wound. I would think also, and that caused the wound to reopen. And now he has to stay in the hospital again and he has to he has an extended unemployment. I would think he also have to pay for that, the damage of that time. No, that's what they come to minimize. Only if it's because of the original. If there are symptoms of the original wound. Do I need a pasuk? Why would I need a pasuk? Why in the world would I even think? Why would it even enter my mind that the damager is responsible? He did damage. He paid for his medical bills. He paid for his unemployment. And he was well. He was cured. Then he got rashes. He got something else or boils. Other thing happened in his body. Nothing to do with him. And that caused the wound to reopen. I need a pasuk to tell me that the damager doesn't have to pay and then he's back in the hospital. Do I need a pastor to tell me the damage doesn't have to pay? Why in the world would I think he should? What I, the damage that I'd done, that was already healed. This came as a result of other things, nothing to do with me. 
So Amri, they said in the yeshiva, what does it mean? That the, it came, that these rashes and these uh, skin conditions came because not because of the wound. He didn't listen to the doctor. He ate uh, nash. He ate sweets. Things that are damaging to him. A person who's sick. It's very damaging to eat all these sweet things. He's eating himself to death. And as a result, it led to symptoms. Gangrene. I would think. I would think. Like a diabetic, when get a diabetic gets wounded, you're saying a diabetic. They get, they get sores on the foot. They get sores. And it doesn't heal so quickly. And they end up losing a leg, right? Uh, so you say. Uh, so you're saying it. So it did. It did come as a result of the of the first uh, of the original um, wound, but, but but he's responsible because he didn't listen, didn't follow the doctor's instructions. He, he has doctor, no right. no self control. He has no impulse control. Here he's he's sick and the doctor's telling him follow a strict diet. Like gangrene, the 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 flesh rots. Maya Suse, how do you heal it? <laughs> a hola, a hola, a certain a certain, a certain growth, the kira and wax, the kalba. Kalba is and a resin, they say. the resin from, from the from the barrels, wine barrels, corked wine barrels. Yeah, so aloe plant. Wax is like a. You're saying animals rub themselves against aloe plant right, and heal yeah, themselves. Wax is a sealant. Is a sealant in a sense. Okay. Resin, resin, the wine barrels. So again, so the answer is, why would I think that the damager is responsible? You, you didn't listen to the doctor. You caused it. Yeah, but it's indirect. In other words, the he, the 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 wound never healed. Now, I didn't listen to the doctor. I have to eat. I want to eat. I can't control myself. So it's like it's. It doesn't. It maybe it doesn't take the damager off the hook. It doesn't make the mean that the damager is off the hook, even though by not listening to the doctor, I'm extending the illness. So I need a special pasuk to minimize to say no, that the damager is off the hook because you you caused it. The Torah is telling us, what the Torah is telling us, something very powerful. The Torah is telling us that you are responsible for your own health. You are responsible. You can't say, no, I come to the doctor, the doctor is to give me a placebo, give me a medicine, and, and that's it. I don't have to do anything for my own healing. Listen, before you hit me, I was able to eat everything. All of a sudden you hit me, and now all of a sudden I have a restricted diet. So it's your fault. I can't control myself. I'm used to all my life. I've been eating. I've been eating all sweets, and I've been eating. I've a, a, a sweet tongue, a sweet tooth. Now you hit me, you beat me, and now suddenly I have to radically change my whole diet. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't be held responsible for that. That's what I would think. I'm not going to change my diet, and you're going to pay for all the medical bills. So the tailor says no. You are responsible for your health, no matter what caused you to be in this situation. Yes, your friend beat you, he did something terrible, immoral. But right now, you're sick, and the doctor is telling you that you have to get better, you have to change, radically change your diet. 
You, it's your responsibility. You're not a child. You're not a, an animal. I can't help myself. I love sweets and I have to eat it. No. So therefore, the damager is off the hook. From this point on, if you're not ready to participate in your own healing, if you don't realize that what you eat is your medicine, and you're eating things that are damaging your health, that cause gangrene, it's your problem. Mother says, we eat if the damager is a doctor. He says to the damagee, I'll heal you. I'm not going to pay you. I'm not going to pay your medical bills. I'll heal you I for free. So the Yudamale, the damager can say, I don't want to see you ever again. Dumb is like, you're like a lion to me. You're, 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 you're trying to damage me. I don't trust you. You beat me up and you're going to heal me? Are you kidding me? I don't want to see your face. I'm not trusting you. I'm going to a doctor that I trust who's not here to damage me. You lost, I lost all trust in you and you're going to pay me for my bills. That's not an option. And what if the damager says to the damager, I'll bring you a doctor. Okay, I understand. You don't want to see my face. You don't want to, you don't want to, I should heal you. But I'll bring my own doctor. I have a doctor. I have a deal with him. It won't be as expensive. My seated Asya, the Muggin Muggin, who's going to heal you for free because he's my good friend. He's my relatives. My father is a doctor. He'll heal you for free. So the Amalek can say to him, Asi the Muggin, Muggin, Muggin Shav. Very, very important thing Gemara is saying here. A doctor that's free, that costs nothing, is worth nothing. How good could he be? How good could he be? Anything that's free, there's a reason why it's so cheap. You know why it's so cheap? Because <laughs> it's worthless. doctor <laughs> that's free is worthless. The previous Rebbe would give out uh, Hasidic discourses and would put a, uh, you know, booklets and distribute it, have it distributed in all the shuls in Poland and Riga and all these places. And he would put a price in it. So, whatever it was, 25 kopkas, 50 kopkas. Even though he gave it out for free. So the Rebbe asked him, why, why, are you, why are you putting a price on it? You're giving it out for free. So he quoted this Gemara. He says, a doctor that's free is worthless. Everything has to have a price. Nothing is free. So I'm not interested in your favors. If the damager says to the, he's not done yet. I'm going to bring you a doctor from far away. He's a friend of mine. Because he's a friend of mine, I don't have to pay him as much. I'm not offering free. I'll have to pay him, but not as much. So the damager can say, a doctor that comes from a far place. He doesn't care if the, if, the, if the sick one goes blind. He doesn't care if he hurts him or not. Because he's going home. He doesn't have to face him. He doesn't have to, doesn't have to face follow him. Up. He doesn't have to come and follow up. He doesn't have to follow up. face him in shul. The next day he has to face him in shul the rest he of his life. Flies out. You're never going to see me. What do I care? So I'm not interested. He's gone. He's gone. Exactly. He goes in, he cuts, exactly. and he's gone. The next <laughs> now, if the damagee says to the damager, give me the money for the, for the healing, I'll heal myself. I'll read some medical books. I have nothing to do anyway. I can't work anyway. I'm laid up. I'll, re- I'll heal myself. So the, so the damager can say to the damagee, I'm not interested in this arrangement. Because the Peshat the Benafshach. I'm afraid that you're not going to heal yourself. You, you don't know what you're doing. You're going to take, it's going to cost you more. You're not going to heal properly. What do you know? You're a medical professional. 
not going to heal properly. Right. I'm going to end up paying you more because I have to pay until you're healed. In the Yamale, and now if the damager, he says to the damager, Koitzli, make it, okay, give me a set price. And that's it, I'm not going to bother you again. So, so, so you have nothing to worry. What do you care? I'll heal myself. And you worry that, 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 that I won't know what I'm doing and therefore there's no end in sight. No. I'm not going to demand a penny more. Still in all, the Amalei, the damage, because they the damage. calls again the Bishat How much more so? You're not going to heal yourself. So, so therefore, you're going to embarrass me. You're going to humiliate me. The Kadalei Shed They're going to call me, I'm the axe that does damage. Because every day you walk in shul wounded for the rest of your life, you're going to be wounded. And everyone's going to point, ah, you see what you did there? You crippled him for life. There's the guy who did it. So I'm sorry. No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> we learned the Baraisa, the Kulon, all these four payments, besides the damage, which is for the pain, for the medical, for the unemployment, and for the shame. Mishtalmin, Mimakim, and Nezik. Even if you're paying the Nezik, you chopped off an arm, in addition to that, you have to pay the other four. What's the source for this? Who do we know this? It's clearly in the Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, it's Petzatakas Batza. And if you hurt your friend, you have to pay the pain. It says Petzatakas Batza, so it's extra. It already says in the beginning of the Pasuk, a, a burn for a burn. So why does the Pasuk say a wound for a wound? So litin Even though you already paid for the wound, you also have to pay, even though you're paying you're paying for the wound, still no, you have to pay for the pain, for the for the burn, for the pain that you cause. So your mother asks, hi, boy, I need this pastor to teach me something else. We continue on side B, 85B. The tater is coming to teach me that even if you did it unintentionally, you damaged your friend unintentionally. I didn't intend to hurt him. Nevertheless, you have to pay. And also, even oinus, even if it's not your fault. A person is always held responsible unless it's an oinus gummer. It's completely not your fault. You know? But a person is always responsible for all the damage. You can't play victim. There's no such thing as victimization. So I need the Petzapachas Patsa to teach me, to teach me that, that even if it's unintentional, even if it's an oinus, I still have to pay. So the mother says, Petza bipetza. Should have said petza bipetza. That would be enough to teach me this lesson. That uh, unintentionally also have to pay. My petza tachas patza. So it comes to teach me both things. Both things. That you're obligated even if it's unintentional. And even if you pay the damage, you have to pay for the pay. What Rabbi Zvit said in the name of Rabbi. Papa said in the name of Rabbi. It says in the Pasuk, we're Rappi, Yerappi. Lit in the four, Makam Nezik. It says double expression. Rappi, Yerappi. Why is it double? And even, even if you pay Nezik, you, you have to pay the other, the medical bills and all the other expenses. Uh, and all the other, all the other payments. What do you mean? You just said we need the we just learned you need the pasuk in the academy of Rabbi Shmuel that a doctor has permission to heal. Should have said with Why does it say In other words, it should make more sense that the doctor has, has, could heal. Healing, heal. Healing, you shall heal. 
that even though you paid for the damage, you have to pay for the medical. I still need it for what we said earlier. That even though he's back in the hospital and they reopened the wound, since it came as a result of the symptoms of the rashes that came as a result of the original, therefore you're back in the hospital, you have to pay for the medical bills. Like, like uh, the, the original Tana and Abu Huda who argue with the rabbis. The Mara says, Cain, if that's the case, Le Makro, Oyir Rape Rape, it should have said the same expression. Rape Rape, Oyir Rape, Oyir Rape. Why does he change expressions? Umay Vir Rape, Oyir Rape. Shmami, no. I learned three things from this passage. I learned that a doctor has permission to heal. I learned that even though you're back in the hospital, the damager has to pay for that as well. And I learned that that even though you already paid for the damage for the tropical farm, you also have to pay the medical bills and all the other bills. The mother says, Means from the Braise it seems the Gemara the Braise says that the Chiddush is a novelty that even though you paid for the damage you also have to pay for the other payments. In other words, I would think when the Torah says all these payments, we're talking about a case where it's only that payment. There's only medical bills. There's nothing else. Or there's only embarrassment. There's nothing else. Or there's only pain and there's nothing else. There's only unemployment. How, how is this? Give me such a scenario. So your mother says, I'll, I'll tell you. Tsar, pain, for example, without damaging the tani, like we learned earlier. On the nail, it doesn't leave any, any lasting damage. Tsar, you should cover with Okay, that's a case of pain alone. In Ripoy, how can I have uh, medical bills without damage? A person had, uh, he was hurting. Misalik. And it was healed. The damager brought a, a, a poison and placed it on the wound. And now it looks white, all white, like a leper. So I didn't do any damage. There's no damage. He's healed. But, like, like what they did in the, what's the name, Perchenko in Ukraine? They gave him a poison, and the, you know, Putin gave him a poison, and suddenly his whole, his whole figure became this figure or this color. So there was no damage, but he looks horrible. So you need him. You have to give a poison to heal him. You have to give a medicine to heal him to restore his color. Okay, Shevis, how is there unemployment without damage? For example, the Hatke bin Drain. He locked him in his room. Ubatle, he can't work. He, 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 he kidnapped him, locked him in his room, and he can't go to work. There's no damage, but he caused unemployment. Boishas, how is your shame, embarrassment without any damage? He spits in his face. There's no damage, but he humiliated. Humiliated. Shevis, it says now, Mishnah Shevis, right? That if he did damage, he already paid for the for the damage. So so what what unemployment? What could he work? If he doesn't have a hand, there's nothing he could do. But he's still, even if he's crippled or he has no hand, he can still be a guard. And therefore now that he can't work because he's sick and he can't work, you have to pay him for the deprived income that he can't even 
deprived him. Talking about the rabbis learn. Shabbos as if he's watching cucumbers, which doesn't you don't have to. It can be a cripple and also do it, but you get paid. You're gonna say what do you mean? Before you hurt me, before you chopped off my arm or you crippled me, I was making a hundred dollars an hour, thousand dollars an hour. Now you crippled me. What? What? Are you going to pay me like a guard, minimum wages? Ella, the Dolly Dabla. He was a water carrier. He made a lot more money. Vishakalagna. You got, I got paid a lot more than just watching, watching, uh, watching the field. Watching the field, you can pay a, a, a scarecrow. So you have a living person who's acting, just his presence there to, to ward off all the thieves. You pay him very little. Inami or Azal Bashliach. I could have, I could have been a messenger. I could have been the delivery. I could have been president of the United States. I would get paid a lot. Umidas Adin Leiloxo. So your mother answers, it's not a question. I already paid me, I already paid for your arm. I already paid for your leg. I paid top dollar. So I already paid for the damage. That's included in the damage of the... So yeah, now you no longer have a hand. You no longer have a leg. So you can't do any of those things. But something you can still do, even without a hand. You can watch the field. And now that you're sick, you can't even do that. I have to pay for that unemployment. Chop of a person's arm, you have to pay the you have to pay the value of his arm. Shevez for unemployment. What can you do without an arm? You can watch. You can watch the you can watch the cucumber field. So that's what you have to pay for that unemployment. He can't even do that. Shevez, he broke his leg. You have to pay the value of the leg. Shevez, how do you pay the unemployment? What can a person do without a leg? You can be the guard at the door. <laughs> Some of our guards look like cripples. Almost <laughs> just as useless. Okay. But um, what if he's blind? What, what, what could he, what employment could he have? Basically, it means you have to pay for the eye. Shevis, what an employment. You can still work in the mill, you can grind, you don't have to see. You just have to hold the mill and then move, move the stone around. You can do that blind. That's what Shimshana, Shimshana Gibber did. They blinded him and he, he, he worked in the mill. They used Khersha, if he made him deaf, he pays him for his whole value because a deaf person can't do anything. He can't hear. You can't give him instruction. They can't tell him what to do. Now, since he paid him his full value, not just the value of his arm, the value of his leg, his full, the value of his ear, his full value, now he's like a slave. He doesn't have to give him anything. And he can't really do anything. You're deaf. Well, what can you do? But also he's a slave. So now I, be, now you, I own you. So therefore, you don't have to work. I don't have to pay you for your unemployment. Rabaz, Kotas, and the and the court did not yet evaluate. And then Rashiba decided then he broke his leg. Before he had a chance to be evaluated how much he has to pay for the arm. He went ahead and chopped off his leg. And Loyamdu and he didn't yet evaluate him. And then Simas Ainit. He blinded him. Oh, he's really he's really on to him. Loyamdu and before the court had a chance to evaluate him, and at the end 
He caused them to be deaf. Mao. Does he have to be? What's the question? Since they never got around to evaluating him. So you, you pay everything in one fell swoop. So you just pay, you don't have to pay four different payments for the arm, for the leg, for the eyes, and then pay everything for his, for his whole being. Each one at a time. When you chopped off his arm, you have to pay for his arm. You have to pay that payment. Then you chopped off his leg. You have to make another payment. You chop. You, you blinded him. You have to pay another payment. And on top of that, when you made him deaf, you have to pay him for his whole value. Four payments. That's the question. So the Gemara says, "Nafkim in the difference is the boy lemeisivle hatzar Say that you evaluate each one separately. Then he has to pay the pain." And the shame of each one separately. Clearly, we don't pay for the damage or for the medical bills or for the unemployment each one separately. That's no question. Why? Once you're paying for his whole being, you've, you've made him deaf, you're paying for his whole being, as if you killed him, there's nothing left. I, pay, I paid everything. So therefore, well, what I can't pay in addition to that, on top of that, In other words, every wound that I made him, I, I diminished his value. Now he's worth less. He has no arm. I, I took off his leg. Now he's worth even less. He has no arm and a leg. I, I made him blind. He's worth less. But then I made him deaf, so I have to pay for his whole thing. So you, cannot, you can't add on it. You don't have to pay on top of that. When I say four different payments, we're talking about the other accompanying uh, the payment. The payment for the shame and accompanying for the pain. Not for the medical bills or for the... Or for the unemployment, or for the nezek. When it comes to the pain and the shame, maybe I should pay each one separately. Each one was a separate shame. First you chopped off my arm, chopped off his arm, and then you chopped off his leg, it was a separate shame. You made him blind, you made him even more shameful, and then you made him deaf. Everyone was independently shamed, and then a painful... If you're going to want to answer, if you're going to want to say, no, it's clearly that since the Besan didn't get around, the court didn't get around to evaluating him, you pay one fell swoop. But then I can still ask you, what if I'm Mao? They did evaluate him. Since they evaluated him, so he has to pay each one separately. Perhaps no, he didn't pay yet. He didn't get around to paying yet before he, the same damager made him deaf and now he has to pay it entirely. So maybe Yavlut may call it. He should just pay one, one shot, not four separate payments. Evaluate it all together. So he must just take a, We don't know the answer to this. It's beyond our comprehension. Here you have to access something that's beyond our the world of logic. You have to answer, you have to access the world of the subconscious. Only Mashiach will come. Elio, Tishbi Yataris, Bush Rabbi is available to clarify this. Okay. Boy Rabba Rabba has Shevez. You have an unemployment which also causes him a temporary damage. Temporarily, his value goes down. It's not permanent. For example, he was a hechidami. How is this? Keep going. For example, he hit him on his hand. 
Vitsamsan, it blew up, his hand blew up. Well, puffed up. Now, at this moment, he's worth less. Because he has this, his whole hand is blown up. But it's not going to remain. Eventually, his hand will come back to normal. And then he's going to be worth the same way. So my, do we say, even the I don't have to pay him separately. Yeah, I don't have to pay him for the for the unemployment, but I don't have to pay him for damage separately. I didn't know. Right now, there's damage. He's temporary, but for this month, I'm, I'm I'm worth less. So on top of the unemployment, you should also pay me for the damage. To be, to be continued. We're going to leave you in suspense. Uh, everyone have a beautiful shot.